What's up to all my freelancers and creatives? This is Nathan with another episode of Freelance Jumpstart TV. And in this episode, we're going to talk about redesigning a website. Back in episode 55 of Freelance Jumpstart TV, I talked about that I was going to take some time to work on my business, build a couple things. And one of those main things was redesigning a website. So I'm finally to the point to where I've begun redesigning my website, but rather than keep it in my secret product lab, I want to share it with you. I'm still in the early stages of concepts and doing research and trying to compare what is currently trending in design for content and content creation. So I'm in the early stages, but I wanted to take some time to show you some of my thinking at the moment. And I know you can benefit from it because maybe you either want to start a website yourself or already have one. And you're thinking about, I have a website. It's not doing what I want it to do. How can I redesign it so that my goals can be reached, right? So that's literally what I'm going to talk through right now, but I'm just going to use myself as an example. And oftentimes as creatives, you know, we have clients, we work with clients, but um, we're not as strict on ourselves as we are with our clients, but I'm going to be a little more strict on myself this video. So uh, let's go to my desktop and dive in on some of these things and these topics. Okay. So here we are um, on my desktop. And right now we're looking at my website, Nathan Alote dot com and had this site for some time and i can honestly say uh this site is okay um i don't think it's like stellar or blow people away but i think it's nice for the time that it was built and just scrolling through it and looking at things i have three main things i introduce myself here at the top i introduce myself then i mention hey look at me i have a podcast you might want to check out this podcast and I have another um, podcast here you want to look at. And then I start talking about there's a guide and all of that. So, and then I also have blog articles here. Now, I can honestly say this, that this is okay, but it's definitely not the direction that I want to go in um, currently. For the time, it was good when I launched it, because when I launched it, I wanted to do two things introduce myself and show off my portfolio. Uh, but now I do more teaching. I'm teaching other creatives about what to do and how to grow their business. And this doesn't reflect any of that on the homepage. So I need to talk about who I am, why it's important and how I can help somebody. That's not captured on the homepage. It's more so I'm Nathan. Look at some stuff I got. I don't want that. I want to go on from there and grow on that. So uh, let's go back, this still at the desktop at the moment. And the first thing to do since I already have a website is to do some research, do some background as to what is working and what is not working, right? So you have to define what your goals are. What is the website supposed to do? Why? What is the main reason you created the website for? That's the main question to ask. And what do you want to happen on the website? And that's primary secondary, so on and so forth. So right now I'm looking at Google Analytics and Google Analytics is free online and you can look at what is going on on your website. Google Analytics will help you identify trends on your website. So the time period we're going to look at, 
Um, as an example, is October 1st to, at the time of this recording, uh, that's yesterday. So the reason we're looking at that is October was the first time I released, you know, uh, my podcast. That's when I literally started changing um, my position in the market. I went from a guy who's like, hey, I'm available for web design to I'm teaching other people. I started in October. So that's why I'm using that and wanting to move forward on that date. And so in Google Analytics, I went to uh, behavior and then I went to site content. So I'll zoom in. I went to behavior, site content, and then I went to all pages. And I'm looking at all pages at the moment. And I see a listing here. I'm looking at the top 100 pages. Now, really, it depends on how many pages you have on your website. Uh, I'm looking at top 100 to see if I can catch any trends. But honestly and truly, this is okay at the moment. Now, you may be looking at this and saying to yourself, oh, well, I know other sites that get a lot more visitors. It's not about how many visitors you get. It's about the quality of the visitors that come to your website. I can have 100K visitors and then they not do what I want them to do or just be spam traffic. So looking at this right now, and I'll go through this quick, um, you know, you want to dive into this, but the first question is, are people doing what I want them to do? So I really built my site to focus on getting clients and teaching others and hopefully leading to connecting with other creatives. But I can tell you right now, uh, I'm just going to look in the top 20. Things are going okay, but look at contact. Contact is number nine. If I want the main goal, and I'll zoom in, contact is number nine. So if the main goal of my site is to get people to contact me, it's not accomplishing that goal, at least not right now. So that's something to think about. But the one thing that I can say is let's look at the top pages. So this is the home page, right? It's just a slash. This is my YouTube channel. So uh, many people get introduced to me through YouTube, right? It's something to take note of. Here is a link that sums up my podcast, Freelance Jumpstart TV. And let's look at that. That is this page, right? Um, that is what this page looks like, Freelance Jumpstart TV. And I talk about my podcast and I tell people they can subscribe, right? So yeah, so there's that in Google Analytics as well. Then there is my about page, my about page. And I'll pull that up. Now this about page I, is old in my opinion, and I don't believe it's executed properly. Again, I'm introducing myself. Let's zoom in. I am Nathan Alote. I am, I have, a passion for making things better and more efficient. I serve as a creative, I serve as the lead creative in design. Too many eyes, too many eyes. Um, the about page still needs to be focused on how I can help someone else. I wrote this some time ago. Uh, a great example of a good about page is Sean McCabe at Sean West. Now his is a little unconventional, and what I mean by that is he tells a story and it's pretty long. However, he has a short version of it and he's done. 
Then he says, okay, here's like the long version of it. And you keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And that's kind of long. However, um, it speaks to both audiences. If somebody wants to go deep and learn about you, they can learn. If somebody wants just a quick summary, he had that at the top. And he's introducing you to the brand, his brand, by telling a story. That's what's missing from my site. I'm summarizing things and I'm not telling a story about what's going on, how I got here. After this, somebody should read your about page and feel like they know you. So they should read the about page and say, I know Nathan. That's the goal. And right now, the page is not doing that. So going back to Google Analytics, about page. So I need a note. I need I need a better about page. TV. That's my podcast again. This is a podcast episode. You know, this was an episode I did about marketing frameworks. Why is this so popular? Something to think about. Maybe I need more content around that. Maybe I need to do a follow-up. Uh, that There's much room for improvement there. My blog. Let's go to my blog page. Um, at the moment, this is the blog page. Um, it's pretty plain. Um, it just has a summary of all my posts. It's a small preview. And for me, my blog is different from my podcast episodes, right? So the blogging content is different. So I need to think about how can I better improve this blog and make it better? Again, to look at some reference examples, um, let's look at there's some other blogs as well. Well, we'll come back to that. But, but note that that's another page I need to change. And then here in Google Analytics, again, anatomy of a contract. That's something that is a blog post. So again, I might need to write more about contracts. Contact page that I don't like. This is my contact page. Um, I don't like it. It's straight to the point, though. You know, if you need to get in contact with me, let me know. Do you have a question? Um, do you want me to? Do you have a question? Do you want me to speak? Um, I think it's general question, speaking request, uh, interview request, project request. That's like the breakdown of it, you know, right there. So again, you know, this is the page, but a lot more could be done on it, right? So again, if you have a website that already exists and you're looking to make it better. You have to use something like Google Analytics and step through it and ask yourself some tough questions. Am I getting the result that I want? And when I look at Google Analytics in the past, it was okay. Right now, it's not. I want people to know my podcast and I teach. I want people to know I can help them. Um, I have a goal of introducing people to um, some of the products that I've made. And right now, site is not doing that. But Again, I would come through Google Analytics and see what people are interacting with. Just on here, I can see people like the episode I did where I talked about co-working spaces. I might need to follow that up. People like validating your business idea. But again, if you saw in Google Analytics like I saw, my main source of traffic to the website is from YouTube. And so I need to dive deeper into the different areas in which I'm doing content to find out. So let's pull up stats for YouTube and I'll pull that up. So again, if you are listening to the podcast, this episode is really focused on me diving in some numbers, 
So I would recommend checking out the video, or to the best of my ability, I would try to call out uh, what I'm looking at just so that you can have a frame of reference for what I'm doing. But again, uh, there's just tons of things to look at that would be more beneficial if you looked at it via video than audio. But even still, I'm going to write uh, a summary on all this too so you can get value out of that as well. So again, going back to uh, YouTube, we need to dive deeper into YouTube. So if YouTube is the number one source of traffic to my site, what content are people interacting on YouTube? You can take the same logic. If you're on Pinterest, if you're on Instagram, if you're on Twitter, you can look up the stats on Twitter. On you know, you can look up different stats and see uh, what do people interact with the most, right? Um, what what got retweeted the most? What got shared the most? You got a Facebook page. What got the most likes? What got the most shared? You you can do all of that on any social media channel you're on and dive deeper. So we're gonna dive deeper into YouTube. And to keep things simple. There's many things I can look at. There's watch time, there's uh, likes, there's comments, there's shares, but I'm simply going to look at um, views. Really, you want to optimize because of watch time, but in my case, uh, the way lifetime views is set up is almost equivalent to the order of watch time. So they're, they're similar. So just looking at this, these this is pretty much a summary of my most popular videos on my channel. And a quick caveat, um, the way my podcast is set up, I have a video podcast and I have an audio podcast. So YouTube is really just the YouTube side of things. I still need to look at my podcast player to see what happened with the video podcast I have on iTunes in addition to the audio podcast I have. So I'm different. But again, on YouTube, what's working? So I zoomed in and I see freelancer entrepreneur has the most views. You got to take note of that. Uh, will streaming a Canon 70D work? I made a video talking about streaming from DSLR cameras. That was more of a how-to, and I walked people through the process. Pricing psychology, okay? Invoice is not a contract. Again, uh, save marketing framework. We saw that on the website, too, when we were looking at Google Analytics. Uh, eight ways to validate your business idea. Here's a Canon again. Uh, value-based pricing, the price is wrong, which is a keynote talk I did. So just at first glance, and I'd have to comb through all these as well, but just at first glance and looking at how this is set up and some of the feedback I have from it, this is important. Will streaming a Canon 70D work? That means, and it's a fairly newer video in comparison to everything else. Because the other thing you'd look at is the date. How old is the video that has the views? How old is it? So it's fairly new. It was done in 2017 and it has all these views. People want to know more about that. So that means for me, when I am doing uh, all the processes that I've learned on how to podcast and edit podcasts and use DSLR cameras and all this stuff and and how to build websites, I need to create more how-to content where I literally do screencasts and show people what I'm doing. That's a clue. Here we had pricing. Uh, here's a, another thing about invoicing and contracts. Here is value-based pricing part one, my keynote talk on pricing. 
how I made 375 an hour. Price, price, price. More content around pricing. That means content on my website or content on YouTube. I need to do more about that particular thing. So again, you follow the same process and comb through. And if you see similarities, if you see a lot of the same theme, like I saw with pricing over and over again, go deeper on that. Here's another thing about business structures. Um, here's another thing about clients. So the, there are buckets that I need to create. I can already say I need to do something about motivation. I need to do something about how to. I need to do something about pricing. I need to do something about clients. That's I'm seeing all these things as I comb through this content. All that is there. So going back to uh, my website, let's talk layout for a moment. Now, um, layout and information architecture is about getting people to go down the path that you want. And I'll be honest, I built an awesome tool, an awesome resource called Freelance Jumpstart. Um, It's awesome. Like, I'm not just saying that because I I want people to think it's awesome. Uh, It really speaks for itself. So this is really great content. And I do want people to get here, but introducing them to an online resource and course talking about freelancing and all this content is a lot. The first touch point of my brand at the moment is YouTube or um, my homepage or my website. So I don't want to just throw that in their face. I need to treat people coming to my website like it is a real life interaction. When you introduce yourself to somebody, you talk to them, you work with them, you speak with them, uh, and then you get to know them. And over time, trust is built. I got to build trust. And right now, my site's not doing that. So some examples I've been looking at. One, we got uh, the man, Pat Flynn. Uh, Pat Flynn has smartpassiveincome.com. He talks about Um, how to build a business that's ethical with passive income. In other words, you build something, you make it available for sale, and you move on to the next project or you do some other things to cultivate what you've built. And it's not just client one-to-one interaction. It's something that can be sold and help you make income on the side, right? So um, that's what he does. And he's been in existence for some time. Um, he's been in existence. <laughs> he was just born. No, but he's been doing this online for some time. And he had a lot of content. Uh, he went through a similar redesign process because it was so much content. It's like, wow, I built this so long ago. I got to rebuild around the content. So I just looked at some of what he did. Here's his book he has. Did I mention I wrote a book too? Yeah. Anyway, uh, here's a book that he has. So he has that front and center. And then he says, He separated his content in buckets, podcasting, blogging, email, tools, affiliate marketing. I'm going to click on podcasting. And he says, this is how you start a podcast, right? And he has summary of his, how he came about and started podcasting and how long he's been doing it, what to expect. And then he shows you, man, here are the articles. Here's everything you need to know to here's lead Matic, but here's everything you need to know about podcasting. I mean, here's my content on podcasting. He has it front and center. Um, in my case, I might need to do something similar. And 
organization-wise, not like just copying his style, but organization-wise, what are my buckets? So if you have content out there, so if you're listening, watching, and you have content out there, you got to ask yourself the question, if you're writing, how can you separate your content into buckets? Here's a clue. Um, I love the way Sean McCabe says this. I don't know if I'm going to say it right, but he says, you don't write, you don't wait till you figure out what you want to write about, then start writing. You write to figure out what you should write about. So in other words, if you just write and put things out there, you'll find out certain content will resonate, certain content will not. Certain things you will enjoy writing about and teaching about, certain things you will not. But you will not be able to get that feedback unless you put something out there. So start somewhere. And that's what I'm doing. Um, I wrote all this content. Um, I believe it was a thousand words per episode. So I wrote, you know, I have over 55 episodes of Freelance Jumpstart TV, not counting my other podcast, not counting everything I wrote in other areas. So I have all this writing, but now I have to see what did people like and what did they not like? And now it's helping me shape what those buckets are with what we saw on uh, Pat Flynn's website. So that's one thing that I would take from Pat. I took, okay. I got to have my content in buckets and I got to arrange it in a better way. And he even has this here on the uh, menu bar. He even has those very same buckets, right? And you can still click on the menu, find out more about him, um, speaking, contacting him. And let's, let's, here's all his podcasts that he has available because he has more than one. Here's his blog. Um, different sections and categories of the blog. Here's everything that he's selling. So it's just organized better. And my site right now, it's still set up for me when I, like I said, wanted to show my portfolio. It has to change. Um, Here's another thing. This is Brennan Dunn with W Freelancing. Uh, Me and Brennan kind of have the same target audience, if you will, freelancers and creatives and consultants that we're trying to teach and reach out to. I learned a lot from Brennan. So I love his content and I love his site. Um, He's changed things immensely. Uh, This site used to look way different. Um, But again, his main thing is I had, and I'll show you, his main thing is mainly topics. He has set up topics about business and freelancing Here's getting started, his branding, his marketing, his pricing. And he pretty much has content and products for each of these categories. So no matter what you need help with, he has a product for it. However, the product is not front and center. This content is. I'm getting you on his email list is front and center. Look at this on the bottom. It's uh, the little piggy. It says freelancers learn how to charge what you're worth. You know, if I click on that, I'm taken to a page that says charge what you're worth. Get on his email list. So again, his main goal is to connect with you and build a relationship with you. That was front and center. My site doesn't have that. I got to work on that. Uh, Another creative, Paul Jarvis. Now, Paul, um, I'm cool with Paul. I know Paul, learned a lot from Paul, still read him. Um, I think Paul's an inspiration, uh, but he also does things very differently. Uh, he doesn't <laughs> tend to care 
what uh, other people think. He's going to do it his way. And he likes testing things. He likes trying things. He's more so like try it out. Doesn't work. Do something else. That's Paul's, uh, you know, point of reference and what he wants to do. But even on Paul's site, uh, again, and this is something, here's a trend I wanted to call out. Uh, I'm going to go back to Pat's homepage. On his homepage, he introduces himself. Here's a picture. He's introducing himself. Trying to make himself personable. On We even went to Brennan's homepage. Brennan Dunn. Here he is introducing himself. Again, hi, how you doing? My name's Brennan. Charlie, what you worth? This, like in the, in the, in, I'll say this. I'm getting too excited. In the hero area, it's simple. He's literally telling you, Here's my picture. So this is who I am. Here's how I can help you. Whether he knows or not, it's like, hey, I have something free to help you out if you want to learn how to charge what you're worth. It's in the first it's in the first area. Those three questions were already answered. Um, who I am, you know, a little about me and how I can help you. It's already there. Um, right here in, in view. Same thing for Pat. Already has it. He's a little more popular. But uh, he has that. And here we are again with Paul. Here's a picture. This is who I am. This is how I can help you. Hey, I'm Paul Jarvis. I help nice folks build resilient and sustainable companies of one. So basically, you, you know, you're going to do your own thing. You're going to be a solopreneur. This is Paul. And he's a, he's a writer as well. And here's the email. Connecting with your um, email inbox to build a relationship with you in the future. And then you can read about his articles. Uh, Paul is more of a minimalist, uh, or at least his designs are minimalistic, meaning that there's not a lot of uh, bells and whistles and imagery and graphics. It's really, um, he focuses on colors, white space, and content. So his is like, hey, I want my content to resonate with you. Forget all these graphics and cool things like content. And he's utilizing that. Straightforward. Look, this, what, what what can I do on this page? The only thing I can do, and this, this is an article I'm reading. The only thing I can do on this page is either read this article um, or hop on the email list. That's his goal. His goal is content, 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 building relationship, building trust, building trust. And then, yes, he does have products. He has it available. But... He's not trying to reach that to you on his homepage. You know, his homepage is literally just. And here's his about page, by the way. Um, again, better than mine. You know, mine was uh, me, 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 me. He just says, look, I'm a writer. Um, you know, I've set trends in different things. I've broken trends. I'm a business strategist. Look at all the articles I've written in other publications where people have taken my advice. So, again, social proof. Uh, on that page. So yeah, that's Paul. And I'm going to go back to his homepage. So there's all these people who have adjusted things and where their homepage is putting in more work. And the last one I'll show is um, Jason. Jason does stuff. He's changed his site a little bit, but really now he's taking the step of introducing himself. This is who I am. Uh, this is what I've done in the past. And these are the tools and how I've run a successful business. You know, this is what I'm working on now. And hey, learn more about me. 
Again, he's changed things to say, I want to tell you about who I am and what I've done because I've already accomplished a lot. So I want to tell you what I've done, but I also want to connect with you so you can learn where I'm going. That's his that's his strategy. So there's many more I could show, but I walk through all those things because for me, it's abundantly clear that I need to change things about my site. Number one, the homepage, I have to introduce myself. I have to talk about why it's important for other people. Um, I have to redo my about page. It, it has to get redone. Like I can't just leave it as it is. My about page needs to get redone. I can't just leave it there. Um, also, um, I can't, my blog, I can't just leave this how it is uh, right now. It definitely is not even, it's not even showing everything that's available. Someone can't glance at this and see the different topics. I might need to take a strategy like this is intercom's blog. Uh, intercom does customer service and live chat and different things like that. Uh, customer support. This is their blog. Um, I like how they have it set up. Like you can see there's different topics. There's different areas going on. A uh, very strong presentation of what they have. Here is Crew, um, crew.co, the way they have it set up. Hey, here's the main new thing you want to look at. Here's some other articles we can have. You can see many things at once. On mine, you don't see everything at once. So I want to show the breadth of knowledge I've been teaching about. My blog doesn't do that. You know, also they got the topic breakdown. I don't have a topic breakdown like this. I got to do that. And here is Milo.co. Um, again, you can see all these articles they have available for freelancers. So again, none of these are better than the other. They're all just different ways to execute um, redesigning your website. So yeah, so from here, um, I just made a bunch of notes. I made a bunch of notes of what I wanted to be changed, um, different things I saw out there that I liked. Uh, because I had the content, I'm able to design around the content. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm moving forward with. So the next step is deciding what I'm going to change and what I'm going to design. So really, uh, the next step is really wireframing and drawing a couple of things. And I actually have a couple of uh, things I drew. I'll show you really quick. Yeah, so I have a long way to go. Uh, like I said, I'm in the beginning stages. This is a lot of research I've been doing. But um, can y'all see this? I'll just hold it up. Um, nothing fancy. Uh, right now, this is literally um, what I've just drawn and what I'm thinking. I'm just making notes, drawing little wireframes of how pages could look. Um, you know, this is my home page. As you see, it could be uh, my home page is right here. And um, there's a page I want to I want to put all the books that I've written there. Down here is a new segment of my podcast. This is how I want to lay out my current projects. So I'm brainstorming. So I'm just looking around, seeing what other people are doing seeing if it works for them, what I like, what I don't like. And I am making notes and I am going to, the next step after that is draw out many different designs. I have more. It's another page, but um, maybe I need it. Like this is another page. This is like my tools page, my workspace page and how I want to do it. So yeah, I'm just sketching different things and getting different, different ideas from people. And building up the case for what I like. And after this, I'm going to start literally designing 
uh, in Photoshop, you know, and building things out with code. So again, if you look, I just wanted to share what I've been doing, what I'm working on, why it's important. And for anybody who's thinking about redesigning your website that already exists, start with research. What is working? What is not working? Are your goals being reached? And for me, I have to redesign. The goal of getting people to contact me more is not working. The goal of introducing people to all the content that I have in the best way is not. You saw YouTube uh, was my number one source. If people come to my site, I need to show them everything that I have to offer and put it in categories and buckets. I'm not doing that. My about page, it's about me. I need to make it about how I can help the visitor. That's what it needs to be about. So again, uh, shoot me a question. I definitely wouldn't mind answering it or looking at your website and suggesting things to change. I literally just did that to somebody the other day, gave them a lot of valuable feedback and they were going to implement it on their site. So yeah, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm working on. Uh, Thank you for taking the time to check out this episode. I greatly appreciate it. And really, uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. It doesn't matter if it's Twitter. It doesn't matter if it's on my website, NathanLote.com. doesn't matter if it's in the comments section. However you reach out to me, I'll definitely get right back in touch with you. There are show notes for this particular episode, so you can go to FreelanceJumpstart.tv slash 57, because this is episode 57, and you can see uh, some of the examples I brought up, um, some of the people that I'm referencing, some of the questions you may need to ask yourself when you're going through a redesign or wondering if you should redesign your site and how to go about doing that logically in a way that could be effective. Well, until the next one, I will catch you later. See you.